0: Live from Victoria University Secondary College in Melbourne, Australia, you're listening to VUSC Live on Brimbank Live.
1: Welcome
0: everyone, live from Victoria University Secondary College in Melbourne, Australia, you're listening to VUSC Live on Brimbank Live. My name is Alex and my co-hosts today are Edith and Adelina. Our special guest today is Siobhan, the mental health practitioner for students at our school. Um, hi, Shivon, Welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm well,
2: thanks. Thanks so much for inviting That's
0: me. That's good. Um, so what is your role here at Victoria University Secondary College and how is it different from a normal counsellor?
2: Great question. So my role is mental health practitioner and it's a new role at the school. So I'm the first person to do this role at VUSC. <laughs> um, it's a little bit different from the other wellbeing roles. So at this school, we have a youth worker at each campus and that youth worker is really there to support students with every day, a lot of different things, that challenges they might be having, really creating a space that they can drop into at lunchtime and recess, or if they need to leave class and go and speak with someone. So it's more of a drop-in kind of checking in um, way of doing things. And what I can do differently is that I provide um, counselling to students in a bit more of an ongoing way. So if a student has have like mild mental health concerns, um, they might refer themselves or a teacher or um, parent might refer them. And then I can actually see those students for, you know, between six and eight sessions mm. and actually do some therapeutic ongoing work with them. Yeah. So that's sort of the idea. And I also work across um, what we call like a whole school approach Mm -hmm. so I can not just do that individual work with students but I can do group work and I can do um, sort of what we call mental health promotion work across the school. So it's actually part of a state government initiative where every secondary school in Victoria has what we call an MHP Mm -hmm. and um, yeah, it's really just about promoting mental health across the whole school system.
0: Yeah. In what way do you think uh, having someone like you at a school would be beneficial for students?
2: Well, I hope that it it, um, creates just more opportunities, more support for Mm. students with a wide range of issues we know that there's lots of mental health conditions that um, secondary students and teenagers face and um, my role is is there to help with that and in recognition of all of those different um, challenges so I hope that um, having another person at the school to support well-being and mental health just creates more opportunities for students to engage yeah. in mm. in seeking help mm. um, and also as I said you know doing that mental health promotion and trying to create more mental health awareness and conversation conversations about how can we look after our mental health not just when things get really bad but what we can what can we do proactively mm. to yeah, totally. you yeah. know like yeah. stay on top of things because everyone mm. needs mental health like mental health That's applies true. to everyone mm. so
3: yeah um if you were to give any advice to students who may be struggling with stress of the upcoming exams or other sacks in general what could you suggest that they could do to manage this
2: Great question. So uh, I think that it's hard. I mean, everyone's going to be a bit different. Um, You know, some things are going to work for some and some won't. But um, the most general advice, and I'm sure you've heard this a million times, so important, just the basics. So sleep, Mm. diet, exercise, Mm -hmm. uh, that's across the board. That applies to literally everyone. Mm. Um, The recommended sleep for a teenager is or, you know, up to 17 years is – eight to ten hours Mm. sleep and I think that's quite hard because there's a lot of different demands on students' time Um, and also there's a lot of disruption with technology into those sleep patterns Mm. and anxiety keeps people awake. So... If you don't get enough sleep, that creates quite a vicious cycle in yeah. terms of stress yeah, and anxiety. I so I think sleep maybe might, might be my number one and then it's just like regular exercise, mm. diet. There's recommendations for that as well. And really if you just look after that basic stuff, other stuff will follow. Yeah. And if you let yeah, that stuff go you know, that's where it really becomes a problem, but you know, you're still going to have some stress. It's a stressful time, right? Mm -hmm, Especially in senior school. Um, and there's other ways to manage. Um, they're going to be, as I said, different for everyone, but there's mindfulness, there's, um, you know, yoga, Pilates, getting your body Mm. moving, as I said, with exercise, um, talking to someone about it. Sometimes if you're feeling stressed and anxious, just expressing that Mm. to someone and talking it through, um, maybe creating strategies around planning your time Mm. in different ways. There's lots of different opportunities and and options for for students to find the thing that works for them
1: yeah yeah definitely um we all know the negative impacts that COVID-19 had on people's mental health but for a change (laughs) what do you think are some positive impacts that COVID-19 might have had on people's um on the awareness of mental health Mm -hmm. and how people went about mental health topics and mm-hmm. issues and you know.
2: Yeah for sure great question because we, we really do focus on the, the negative impacts mm. of COVID and of course there were many in terms of mental health but um, you know one thing I, I have reflected on in terms of, of the experience of, of COVID is that a lot of people did benefit from just having a bit of a break and a bit of yeah. a slowdown. You know, we live in such a hectic society with social and work and study and all these different commitments. I think a lot of people just enjoyed having a bit of a slow down and a bit Mm, of a break Mm. um that's not to say you know there were obviously people who didn't like that but um yeah you know I think that was I certainly experienced a bit of enjoyment in just having having things slow down a Mm. little bit but as you say Edith, like I think the biggest thing to come out of it is more awareness of mental health there was such a big conversation throughout COVID about um Mm. the mental health effects and and You know, that connects to so many different issues, you know, like why is it important to have social engagement, have community connections, to have, um, you know, all these different things running that were shut down, how important those are for mental health. Um, Mm. The, the there were policy changes to come out of it yeah. you know the yeah. the government yeah. extended the funding for mm. um psychology sessions from 10 sessions to 20 mm-hmm. oh, wow, um in fantastic. terms of like the medicare yeah. subsidies yeah. so you know there have been changes and um hopefully there'll be more and they'll just that increased mm-hmm. awareness and conversation will flow on to more and more positive changes and, yeah yeah
0: Uh, In terms of mental health awareness and education, do you think the education system adequately educates or supports students who may be struggling?
2: Uh, It's a big question. Mm. Um, I think it's really complex and Mm. I think there's always more that we can do. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I think – there's such a diverse range of needs, especially in the public system. There's so Mm. many different issues going on. And I think, you know, it's hard to speak for the entire education system and I'm, I'm sort of new to this space. So Mm. I I don't know um, to what extent I can answer that, but I know that, um, uh, yeah, there are a lot of, um, efforts. Like, I mean, my role is one of them. This is a Mm -hmm. government initiative to have more mental health support in schools, Mm -hmm. uh, and as I say, it is a statewide initiative, so that's one thing and that's very new in the last couple of years. Mm. There's also um, another state government initiative, the Respectful Relationships Um curriculum which is also really great about building up students emotional and social development mm-hmm. but you know I think there's still work to be done There's yeah, you yeah. talked about students yeah. that were struggling you know there are still students struggling True. at this school and at many yeah. many other schools probably all schools yeah. and yeah I, I hope that I can be part of the solution to that but I think there's always going to be room for improvement in yeah. that space and um yeah Yeah, work in progress.
1: Um, We've heard news about um, possible changes to the curriculum, the uh, Victorian education curriculum, maybe some changes with uh, VCAL and stuff. How do you think that authorities and people in charge can help ease students or assist students into these changes? Like, we spoke to you outside of this Mm. radio thing before, Mm. and you mentioned something about letting students know yeah,
2: yeah, totally. Um, I think it's, yeah, it's a really interesting question because I think, you know, there's so many decisions that get made right mm-hmm. up there, so far away from the everyday experience of students and, you know, my, my initial thought was just for, for there to be a information for students mm-hmm. and ex- explanation as to why these changes are happening and um, you know I think one thing we learnt uh, in the last two years if we learnt nothing else it's the uncertainty creates a lot of anxiety yeah, yeah definitely. Um, and so I think the best way to ease students through a process like change is always hard right mm-hmm. everyone struggles with change yeah. um, but change is inevitable change is like the only constant mm-hmm. that we can rely on in this life so I think that you know change is going to be hard but the best way to make that Um, a little bit more smooth and easy for people and um, less anxiety inducing is just for students to have a clear idea of why the changes are happening and what Mm -hmm. they can expect Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's a really interesting thing to think about and yeah. and, and to improve that communication between all those different levels. Yeah. So, great question.
0: If you're just tuning in, you're listening to VOC Live on Brimbank Live, live from Victoria University Secondary College in Melbourne, Australia. My name is Alex and my co-hosts today are Edith and Adelina and our special guest today is Siobhan, the mental health prote- practitioner at our school.
3: Um, you mentioned, like, as you were answering that question, you mentioned the government. How do you think, like, do you think the government... Like what do you think they're aware of the – sorry, let me rephrase that. Um, How do you think the – do you think the government is aware of like really the issues that students face because they're so high up in Mm. the area? Mm. It's
2: It's a really interesting thing to think about it. I mean, it's hard for me to say, once again, I'm kind of new to the education department, mm, mm. but um, I think it really depends on who you're talking about. I think some um, some government staff are probably really focused on getting out to schools and, and listening to students and listening to teachers and maybe some less so. Um, mm. I think that it's definitely something we should all aspire to, no matter how high up the chain we get. You know, we mm. want to be connecting. And, you know, um, your college principal early was talking about how she has that policy of an open door policy yeah, and being really yeah. connected with students, and I think that applies as far up as the chain as you go because mm. if you don't have that connection, you don't with students and teachers and you don't have the connection with the core purpose yeah. and and the you know the mission of your yeah, of your organization yeah, that's so. True. I think it's I think it's a great thing to examine I can't answer very um definitively and it's you know it's a big it's a big thing to think about but I think it's great to be thinking about how Mm. all these levels communicate with each other and how students can be empowered to have a say in the system that they're Mm. you know going through
3: yeah you mentioned that you're not really like into the education system yet but how do you think our current education system impacts students for example the atas scores and exams and Mm. the stress of year 12. Mm. i feel like i can talk to that a little
2: bit more because i have gone through it i mean it was a little while ago now mm. but i still remember um, the stress of vce and i Mm. certainly put a lot of pressure on myself and i think the system does create a lot of pressure on students um it's tricky i don't i don't know i don't have the solutions of how it could be done differently Mm. i think there's the necessary thing of having a way to have students enter into mm. university places. And I don't know what another way to do that would be, but I think, um, yeah, I think it needs to be acknowledged that often that that is really stressful on students and that, um, yeah, we need to be really supporting students through that process. And, you know, I heard, um, Ms. Wilson, your literature teacher speaking mm. earlier about, you know, try your best, but it's not, um, you're not defined by a number and I think as much as we do have the – at the moment we have the system that we have where you you do get a number and you do get these results and all of that kind of thing, I think it's really important to not – yeah, try to to keep a bit of perspective. Remember that there's lots of ways, there's lots of pathways, as Miss Wilson was saying, there's lots of ways into university or whatever you want to do and to not let that number be the be-all and end-all I Mm. think um, helps but yeah – Definitely acknowledge there is a lot of pressure on
0: on you guys. Mm. Uh, do you have any tips for students who may be struggling, maybe with um scores or being like stressed with how much work they have, or um just like stress, like as stress in general about um going to like, uni or like graduating mm-hmm. or like getting into year twelve?
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess you know, as I said, like I think really to try and get that perspective where you're not just defined by that number yeah. and to know that you know whatever score you get it's not going to define your life and yeah, that's certainly yeah. I remember when I was in year 12 I really did feel like that number was going to define me but mm. very soon after year 12 like everyone forgets about it we yeah. you never think about it again and you just go through life and whatever score you get you find your way right you follow mm. your passion yeah. you follow your interests and there's always an uh, there's always a way if you if you really want to get there so to you know I think Thinking about stress, um, you know, we're talking a bit about before ways to alleviate stress, but I think what's important to know is that a little bit of stress is a good thing. It can help motivate Mm -hmm. us. It can help kind of, yeah, get us us to do the things we want to do. But a lot of stress actually – can can really inhibit our ability to think clearly um what we know about the brain is that a high amount of um stress chemicals or um an an anxiety kind of reaction it actually shuts down our thinking brain Mm. and so you know all those things I talked about before like diet sleep exercise and mindfulness and bringing down that um that those stress levels that's actually the best way forward into um performing and and yeah like and getting that thinking brain active. Yeah. active.
1: Um, when it comes to VUSC, what do you think are some things that VUSC is doing that, uh, sorry, some things that VUSC is doing well when it comes to mental health? Like some good decisions that they've taken, some good maybe programs and stuff that they've implemented mm-hmm. that have effectively um, helped students' well being? Okay, cool. Uh,
2: yeah, I think there's a bunch of things that VUSC is doing and I've been really impressed with VUSC's commitment to student wellbeing generally and mental health in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to name a few, there's a really strong wellbeing team that mm. um, that is, you know, full of really dedicated and passionate people that think of like they, they and we deal with so many different diverse student needs like yeah. under the – banner of well-being. there's so many different things going on. So very responsive, very, um, yeah, passionate group of people doing mm. lots of good work. And then there's lots of initiatives, as you said, Edith, like, um, I think it was Mrs. him talking before about the be well, stay well day yeah, that we had yeah. at junior campus yesterday. Uh, I was a part of that. And that was, um, pretty amazing, uh, to have a whole day dedicated to a bunch of different, really important topics related mm. to physical health, mental health, and student wellbeing more broadly. Um, so there's, there's that. There's going to be a day like that at senior next term. Mm. Um, there's – what else is there? Um, I feel like there's lots of things and now I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like – just having um, like lunchtime activities. Mm. Um, it sounds like not much, but for some students, it does make a really big difference to mm. have a place to connect with their peers. You know, we've had we've come out of two years of um, remote, a lot of disrupted and remote yeah. learning, yeah. Um, and that has really affected a lot of students' um, yeah. social development. Yeah. You know, they've missed out on, or you've missed out on that precious kind of socializing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think just having more and more opportunities, you know, we've had like social events, barbecues, music, performances at lunchtime. We've had, um, yeah, as I said, like lunchtime activities mm-hmm. for students to just come together and, and chill out and, and, and socialize and get to know each other. We've had anti-bullying day. We've mm. had um, *I,da Hobbit* day um, yeah. recently. So I think all of these things connect to mental health and and promoting um, respectful relationships and mm. um, you know healthy sort of connections between the school community. So yeah. there are a few there are a few that I can think of. I'm sure there's more that I don't know yeah. about or have forgotten. But I also think there's you know heaps more that we can do. And I'm really excited that I can mm. I can implement more kind of um, strategies as part of my role. And I'm You know, if there's any students listening, like I'm super keen to hear from you about Mm. what you think we can do as a school community to promote mental health um, for everyone.
0: Absolutely. That's Uh, great. Just going off that, uh, obviously this kind of education is important for students, but how important do you think it is that parents um, are also Mm. educated
2: on like – in terms of mental health mm-hmm. and how it may affect
0: the children mm-hmm. yeah
2: that's true that's a really good question obviously parents play an incredibly important role mm-hmm. um, parents and carers and um you know i think whatever ways we can support parents to support their 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 children um you know i'm 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 yeah i think that's a that's a really important area to to look at um I, I do um, sometimes post on Compass when I when I find really great things that might benefit parents, mm. information about um, teenage uh, adolescent mental health, that, um, or or parenting, or whatever it might be. Um, when I find information, I try to share that. Um, mm and share it in the newsletter and that kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, I think I think parents play a huge role and, and it's a great thing for me to think about how we can, um, yeah, involve parents more in this conversation.
3: Mm. You sort of mentioned it already, but, like, what other ways do you think that um, parents can be more aware of their child? I think that
2: parents and carers, like, they're already doing – you know, an amazing job. It's like, it's a hard gig. I mean, I, I don't have kids myself, but I'm, I, Mm. I'm, I imagine that it is, Mm. you know, um, that, that they're all doing their best. Um, but it's a complicated thing and, and not all, not all parents might, um, know all there is to know about mental health Mm. and, and emotional sort of, you know, the emotional journey that, that teenagers are on, that young people are on. So I think, you know, parents if they're interested, like there's lots of things they can learn about in terms of just like reading up on, um, what, what kind of signs to look out for when yeah. it comes yeah. to like warning signs for, for mental health issues. But I think like at the base of it, it's just about being tuned in. Yeah, right? definitely. It's literally just like being att- what we call attuned to the emotions of your, your, the young person that you, that you're raising, yeah. um, to be, you know, aware of what's going on for them. To be creating um, a safe space for them to yeah. share. To to make them feel like it's okay for them to share what they're um, what they're feeling. Um, to validate those feelings. Mm. To to be that sort of supportive, trusted um, adult in their lives mm. that they feel like they can talk to and that that they're gonna they're gonna be supported. They're gonna be yeah. validated. So that's that's really at the base of it, I think. And it's it's um yeah, that's yeah. the most important thing.
0: Unfortunately, that's all we have time for today. Um, thank you, Siobhan, for being here.
2: Thank you so much. It was a pleasure.
1: Yeah, it's been a pleasure to have you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, really has. Uh,
0: Live from Victoria University Secondary College in Melbourne, Australia, you've been listening to VUSC Live on Brimbank Live. My name is Alex and my co-hosts today were Edith and Adelina. Thank you for joining us. We hope you have found the information today useful. Until next time, have a great day.
1: from Victoria University Secondary College in Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to USC Live on Dream Bank Live.